to love yourself is not even um, an option. It is imperative in order for us to have relationships with others um, and to be able to deal with anything that comes our way, any adversity. It's like we've got our own back. And my faith, the faith, uh, faith in a power greater than myself and it doesn't have to be a religion. It's just knowing that something bigger is happening. That was just Pilar Queso. You heard a little snippet of the interview that's coming up next. And this is Amelia Andalion. I want to welcome you to my Spiritually Fit Yoga podcast. And I'm moving into season two. Season two, this is my 35th episode. And I started this podcast in April, middle of April, when I had time, when I had time to share yoga classes and meditations here in an audio format. And I had set an intention to share how people stay spiritually fit by interviewing guests. And I'm excited to start season two with Pilar Queso, who is a fellow Baptist yoga teacher, a certified Baptist yoga teacher. She's a mom. She has a lot of wisdom to offer. And you're going to hear her story, how she was empowered, empowered by her yoga practice to have the courage to leave an abusive relationship. And even how she was able to forgive her ex-husband and learn how to practice that balance of effort and ease in her life. There's a lot to hear from Pilar, and two days ago, we lost an amazing, powerful, impactful woman, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And I just wanted to take the time to acknowledge what a difference she has made in my life. And I don't think I appreciated all of the things that she fought for until the recent postings, you know, in social media and hearing about it in the news, that if it wasn't for her, I might not have been able to buy my own house by myself as a woman without needing a man to co-sign or to have his name on the title. And without her, I wouldn't be able to have my own credit card by myself, again, without needing a man to vouch for me and for gender equality and for equal pay. And I could go on and on. That could be a whole other episode. <laughs> it's like, how did Ruth Bader Ginsburg, especially for women, you know, make this, this world a better place? And for me, it's fitting to speak of RBG, this notorious RBG in the same episode as Pilar, because of the courage, the courage that you'll hear in Pilar's story and how Ruth Bader Ginsburg, one of the quotes that I will share from her. So often in life, things that you regard as an impediment turn out to be a great good fortune. RBG was such a great example of fighting the good fight, of doing the right thing. And I also relate to her because me being petite, you know, I say that I'm like five foot and a nickel, 
you know, and she was just under five feet and, you know, tiny but mighty. I use that hashtag when I refer to myself sometimes and I think of RBGs like, oh my gosh, not even five foot tall. And yet she had a huge presence and a huge impact in the Supreme Court, in our lives. And she's made a difference in the entire world and she's left this powerful legacy this powerful legacy for myself and for the future generations. We will miss her. Rest in power, RBG. And stay tuned after this brief 30 seconds from my sponsor. And you are in for a treat with this interview with Pilar Queso. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to Pilar Queso. I'm so excited for this episode and for you to all to get to know my friend and amazing Baptist yoga teacher. Happy to have you here today, Pilar. So happy to be here and discuss and chat with you. Pilar, could you share what is your situation right now? What has it been during this pandemic? Are you alone? Are you with family? And how have you been doing with the the wildfires up there in Napa Valley? Well, the good fortunate uh, this time um, with the fires, my husband is here with me. Um, last in 2017, he was traveling a lot. And that was the first time we moved here from Boston uh, five years ago. So that first round of fires was really scary, not only uh, you know, it had never happened here before, um, that intense. And he was traveling. And at the same time, it was, there were no answers for, should I stay? Should I go? And then the fires got so bad, we got evacuated. So I moved into, went to the city for a few days. A lot of that unknown, um, really shocked me. And over time I was able to take the time to, um, get my grounding and so I throw my yoga mat. I was in a hotel in San Francisco and I stayed connected to my community, to you probably also, Amelia, with all of mm-hmm. them. And really um, d- went back to the tools of staying with community, staying connected to myself, and this too shall pass, and doing the best I can to move away from danger and stay in that space. So now, because it's a bit more familiar, I am here. There's no need for evacuation. And yes, the intensity of the fires. And however, the support of through the pandemic and this of my husband being here has helped so much more. Um, and I also feel that his it's been wonderful for him not to travel so much for his health, um, to learn that we can do so much more from home and still be really productive. So this has been a, a, a really great learning that it it didn't need to be the way it was before with a lot of the excess traveling, um, excess kind of too busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have, well, you and I have a similar uh, situation where my husband, Thad, he travels a lot. And with this um, global pandemic, he hasn't traveled at all. <laughs> so sometimes in a relationship that can be something, you know, if you're not used to being with each other all the time, I actually ended up appreciating it. And um, we ended up learning a lot from each other, having to be forced to be together, 
Have you noticed anything like that with your husband? Yes. Um, and it's, it's funny. I laugh because I said, okay, and I do love my space. I love to take the time to read or meditate. So we're going to learn to be together and to be alone together. And awesome. please do not take it personal when I ask you for the space. And he's like, oh, not at all. Okay. So when sometimes he's here or asking too many questions or right in front of me, I say, well, honey, when is the next time you need, you need to travel? And he laughs and he knows that. <laughs> That's the cue. That's the cue. He's like, okay, I'll go in another room. So it's it's yeah. a wonderful support. And it's also has been, I, I feel for for many relationships to have, to be with the person day and night, to be who with whoever you are. And like I say again, including yourself, that relationship, how is it going being alone? And it's such a valuable time. Um, the good and the bad, the everything, take it all in. And it's, it's, it's such a part of our growth for relationship. Where does your, where does your spiritual, so I'm calling it spiritual fitness or your practice of being spiritually fit, where, where does that come from? Like, what are the roots of where that comes from for you? Okay. So that is, that is a wonderful question. It can also be like opening a can of worms. <laughs> I was born in Colombia, South America, raised very strong, um, Latin Catholic, uh, very strict rules and loving family, a wonderful family. However, um, the religion was uh, kind of, I would say, forced in the best terms I can say, forced to go to church, forced on all the beliefs of Catholicism. And as I, um, in my first marriage, was very, um, you know, I, I, I grew up with my um, ex-husband's younger, and when we had gotten married, um, to my surprise, there was a lot of... Um, you know, verbal abuse and abuse in ways. And with the Catholic religion, you do not divorce. You just don't do that. Mm. And I knew um, that there had to be a different way. I had two children. I have two children. And so I knew that I was an example for my daughter. And this was not, there was something inside telling me this was not right. This was not right. So I ran. I ran a lot. I did a lot of physical running. And I believe I was just running away from it all and trying to get answers and would kind of run away from everything to the point where I started getting a lot of injuries from running. So a friend of mine said, why don't you should go over to the to take some yoga? It's going to heal your, your injuries. And so when I, I gave it a try and then I went again and I was healing so much more than my injury, I felt this really shift in my perspective um, on not only how I felt, but in the way of my, my perspective on um, just the, what the teacher was saying. Baron Baptiste was actually teaching the classes. It was the only the one studio he had opened. And here I was listening. And he, once it just struck me, he said, are you being true to yourself? I never heard those words. When I run, I put music. And when I go to church, it's you know about Jesus, which I'm very close with, very close. And so I started really discovering for myself and listening to the conversation and asking myself a lot of questions. Um, am I being true? And what would it take to be truthful to myself? So fast forwarding, there was a retreat he was going to do in, he was doing in Montana. And I said, I'm going to go on this retreat. 
Well, that was it. One week of intense um, physicalness, uh, asana, the poses, and meditation, and inquiry. For one week, I immersed myself and literally had a breakdown one night of just crying and everything was just coming out, all the kind of secrets and hidden and conversations I've never had with anyone. And in that moment, I just felt a big release, like a dam pouring of everything. And I went to sleep that night. And it was the most amazing sleep. I had a dream that I was on the cross. And in this dream, it was, I literally saw myself on the cross. I looked around and I felt no pain. And then I rose above off of the cross and I thought, and I woke up and I felt such deep rooted peace. And I thought, what was, what is this? What was this? And, um, I got up and dressed and we went um, into the big room to have our final day. And, um, even Baron said, wow, what's, you look much lighter. What, what happened? And I couldn't even explain in words, but I felt so happy. And I know what happened is I really allowed myself to just let go of everything I'd been holding for many years. And I had such a clarity that was so profound But the most important takeaway from this retreat in this moment was that for the first time I felt this deep-rooted love for myself and this happiness. And from that point, went home, made the decisions I needed to. From that point, I promised myself to be true and honest. That's awesome. I committed to being so honest and whatever it took to stay true to myself to my children. And so it meant to make take the actions. And from this point of making a decision in my life to get separated, to go through the whole, um, what I thought was a sin or against, I started realizing, no, 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 this is not, this is not what a belief or what truth is. It's, it's, how can I do something that is right and truthful? How could that be wrong? And so starting to you know, move in that direction to really trust myself, to still be close to God and make my, and my faith is really important to me. And to be that honest, it just felt so right. Everything that I did from here forward was about being honest with myself and truthful. And that is the type of faith that I have in God and myself and that's what leads me to say, you know, how we started the conversation, that when I'm on track, it just feels right. There is no question like love. There is no question unconditional. And when I don't feel that way, I know that I'm off track and I need to ask myself or look at the situation. And it's not going to come from outside. It's working from the inside out. It's being with myself, sitting with myself, being brutally honest as to what I need to do to get back on track. And um, it's really, for me, that internal guidance that I need to keep clear. And that's why I practice yoga and uh, meditation as, as best I can. It's not every single day. We all go in and out of things. Mm-hmm. Wow, thank you so much for sharing. And for me, what I hear is a clear message that you you had the courage you know to get out of your marriage 
and you are rooted in being true to yourself, which is also one of our yoga principles is to practice um, satya, truthfulness. Truthfulness. Yeah. Truthfulness. And it's it's funny, um, Amelia, I have these cards made, um, well, these business cards, and, and I wrote um, my quote, one of the women, uh, one of the ladies that was making the card said, what is your quote? I said, oh, I don't know. Oh, I know what my quote is. I teach from my heart and I lead by example. And that came from knowing that the choices I made in my life were for my children to see not so much what I say, but what I do as an example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right. then having a daughter that is, um, she's now 27, it's important, I felt it was important for her to um, be truthful to herself. And I'll go a step further, which I really feel is very important um, if, you know, with a relationship that, that we ever have to make a change or end. Uh, my husband, my ex-husband is one of my best friends. Um, forgiveness mm. for me is probably the greatest function, greatest um, thing we can do in this lifetime on a spiritual level. And mm-hmm. that being said, we are all on this earth doing and I'm doing and everyone, we're all doing the best we can uh, to come together in wholeness. And so for me to be in a relationship that, you know, was abusive is my responsibility to move forward and heal myself and take care of myself. And yet I don't have to make him wrong. He only knows what he knows at the level he knows. And so that is one important lesson I wanted to teach my, my daughter, my children. And so they love that we're great friends. And I think that saved them a lot of suffering. Wow. Well, what I what I know of you and the sense that I have of you is that you are a very strong, resilient, and also very tender, tender, compassionate um, person in uh, in how you are in life, and how I've seen you with your teaching. Mm-hmm. And I know in Baptist Yoga, one of our other principles is the balanced action of Stirasuka, mm-hmm. or often we say, you know, the balanced action of effort and ease. And I feel like I've I've witnessed you actually living that that you're not just you're not te- you're teaching from your heart and leading by example. So you know I hear your words, but it for me it like totally is in alignment with what what I've witnessed in you and you know, you. the years that I've known you. I love how you put that in words because it's something that is important to me. Yeah, the balanced action of not being really with my fists up, ready to, you know, to make that relationship wrong or, or whatever's wrong. And at the same time, I've learned a lot of not being just a pushover, I guess is the right word, um, or to, mm-hmm. to stand my ground and people pleasing. And it's taken a lifetime of experience to pay attention to where I can ground down and strengthen a little more and speak up more and then where mm-hmm. to back off the intensity. So. That's a great observation, and, and, and thank you. Yeah. Yeah, and then also what I know of you, and it's, it's, it's similar to the Filipino culture. Also, it can, be, it can be hard to break out of a culture of women, women who might be raised to be subservient or to be less than a man, like the man's voice is more important. 
And, um, and I feel like for me and for you that it's like, it, it takes even more courage sometimes to break out of that because we may be raised with feeling like it's so wrong, you know, to, to speak our mind or yes. to speak against, against, um, the male, the male figure. And yet you and I, we're here in the United States and we have been blessed with a liberation. Absolutely. You know, I guess that that's how I will say that. So, mm-hmm. um, just to throw one thing in, it's challenging with culture and even if I lived in the US how I have been raised um, was that way of the traditional culture where you serve your husband your man and he's making the money and the breadwinner and I was quote just home with the children and to now to realize um, that being at home with the children is one of the most challenging jobs and important jobs as we can I'm sure people have experienced through COVID how that is um, felt and at the same mm-hmm. time not putting the culture down and knowing that it's 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 a responsibility to to have that balanced action of you matter and your strength and your ease is really mm-hmm. important. yeah I've had to come to terms with forgiving family members because I realized that they just came to it naturally. I mean, because that's how they were raised. So they didn't think anything wrong of it. And, um, and I've done the same thing, having to forgive. And there's a, there's a lot of freedom when we can forgive. And I, I, I still love my culture. And I know that you are, you love Colombia too. You lead yoga retreats in Colombia, you know, so we can learn how to do both. Yes, you know, and, and we're the yeah. we're the the generation of changing the culture, admiring the culture, and waking up to uh, personal power, female mm-hmm. or male, just yeah, in life, yeah. Wow. So I I feel like you've already shared so much, you know, for us, and in, in like I feel like me and our listeners have heard you know, you've shared to be true to yourself, you know, to be brave, forgiveness. Is there anything else that you'd like to share, you know, with our listeners, like something that's helped you, whether it's coping or just in your life to, to lead your life, to live the life the way that you want on your terms? Mm. Yes, I, I feel for me and perhaps speaking to everyone out there that the most important relationship that we will ever have is the one with ourself and mm. to really value to love yourself is not even um, an option. It is imperative in order for us to have relationships with others um, and to be able to deal with anything that comes our way, any adversity. It's like we've got our own back. And my faith, the faith, uh, faith in a power greater than myself and it doesn't have to be a religion. It's just knowing that something bigger is happening, like mm-hmm. with what's going on in life right now. Something bigger is happening, and the best we can do is love, take care of ourselves, those around us, and stay positive, and this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this too shall pass. All right, Pilar, we're wrapping up this amazing interview with you. And would you share... What are three suggestions for staying spiritually fit? Mm, thank you. Uh, yeah, for me, it's really important uh, throughout this uh, pandemic and always to stay committed 
and connected to myself. Uh, in essence, what matters most to me, what I value the most. And so what that entails is to, number two, to keep dropping all the things and rid of what's blocking me from simply feeling happy. And, you know, everything is better when I'm happy. And I'm sure that's an innate knowing for all of us. And mm-hmm. the third uh, thing I really do to stay spiritually fit is to wake up and the discipline of meditating and moving. So whether it is five minutes or taking a walk outside to be in silence and then moving my body, whether it's a yoga practice or a hike, but I really feel that keeps mind and body clear. And that way it's easier to focus and be really present to the day in front of me. Pilar, I'm really appreciating your your sharing of your wisdom and your insight. And I'd like to add on, because I know you and I were similar in seeking comfort and peace in nature. And how have you coped not being able to hike outside because of the poor air quality? It's a, it's a great point. And in moments of, of challenge, um, instead of feeling that I'm locked or there's now I can't do that, I find another way. And there's always another way. So then I come back inside and my practice is just like being in nature. And I really feel that nature is actually being natural and with myself. And so what will it take for me to get back into a space of feeling free and um, and empowered and uplifted? And that, again, for me is a yoga practice or simply eating great food, um, enjoying everything that I choose to disrupt what is going on that is kind of, you know, a, a crisis. And so there's always a way to come back inward. So I go inside or to step out with nature. It's the connection mm-hmm. that's key, the connection to my uh, feeling great. And that's what matters most is the, the value I place within and to stay in that right mind. It's a, it's a natural uh, it, it's a natural instinct I believe that to for me to have the sunshine and get the fresh air and when that's not possible I know that uh, just a moment in time and this too shall pass. <laughs> Thank you so much for that reminder. I really needed to hear that. It's such a good reminder to know that there's always another way, and to stay focused within. Thanks, Pilar. All right, final question. Can you share what is a blessing that you have seen or experienced because of this pandemic, this global pandemic, this this last six months? Mm, okay, there are many blessings. Um, I really enjoy the value of having time, a time out of time. And <laughs> in this time, the time to learn for me, one of the, the greatest gifts was my daughter was here with me from Brooklyn. And one of my biggest fears was, I'll say was, not is, was technology. And so <laughs> during this pandemic, I said, oh my gosh, I'm not going to do Zoom class. I don't even know what Zoom is. I, <laughs> to be honest with you, honestly, I've never even owned a laptop. Just everything from my iPhone. And um, she said, oh, no, 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 you've got to update mom. And so she sat with me every morning through my frustration and resistance. And she even looked at me and said, 
I thought you had students give up their resistance and and, <laughs> and open up to something bigger than yourself. And she got me. She was actually one of my greatest teachers. So we sat every day and and she taught me how to um, honestly even copy and paste and <laughs> how to download uh, Zoom and, and create this um, meetings and whatever she could understand that I needed for, um, you know, to, to just be comfortable with technology. And she would teach me and go through the steps and then she would have me do it. And it was a practice and it literally took the amount of time in the pandemic. So now here I am (laughs) with you opening up my horizons. And I'm so excited because now when I'm asked to do something, that feeling of fear and shortness of breath with technology kind of goes away. And I'm, and I say, I've got this. And Amelia calls me and says, you want to have a podcast? And I'm like, okay, great. Let's, (laughs) Let's do this. And step by step. And so being open to, you know, an overcoming of fear is really a blessing, pandemic or mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That is a great story to wrap up <laughs> this episode. And, and you know, I, I think you know this about me, Pilar. I have an IT background. You know, I had a corporate job as a computer programmer. But, you know, that was a long time ago. And technology, this technology that I'm learning, like how to record this podcast with you. I mean, you know what we've dealt with. There have been some technical difficulties. And uh, I love that you saw, it's like your daughter, she reminded you. It was like overcoming resistance or let go of resistance to learn something new. What a great blessing. And I can't believe Mm -hmm. how long I was able to get away with you know, the universe has a way of really helping us uh, to amp it up and, and if, yeah. you know, to really take that situation and overcome the fear. So uh, I feel so much more free knowing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so great. Well, Pilar, you are a wonderful teacher, a yoga teacher, you know, in the studio. I've seen you, you know, teaching to us on the mat and and off the mat. You've been a wonderful teacher today during this episode. And how can people find you? Yes. So I have a website, PilarYoga.com, as well as Instagram. You can find me at Pilar Queso Yoga. Okay. Yeah, that's great. I heard that. PilarYoga.com and Instagram, Pilar Queso Yoga. And I'm I'm just chuckling because I remember when you and I were traveling from um, I think the Baptist Yoga Global Summit, and you were asking me tips on how to post stories, Insta stories. <laughs> you didn't even know what your Instagram account was, <laughs> and that was right before this um, this shutdown that we yeah, had. I think I had one or two posts, and I thought maybe I'm good. If, if I'm going to have the account, maybe I should let people know that I I exist. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And you've come such a long way. Oh, we all have. Oh, my gosh, we all have. Well, this was fun. This is a great conversation. Thank you so much. Thank you all to the listeners for tuning in. Pilar, have a wonderful day. And I can't wait to see you in person, online, wherever I see you. I can't wait to connect with you again. Thank you, Amelia. Yes, thank you for this wonderful opportunity. I'm so excited 
for what you're up to um, in your podcast, your meditations. And wow, just really, really grateful for the opportunity. Thank you, Amelia. Yeah, you're welcome. Of course. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Wow. Wasn't that an amazing interview with Pilar Queso? I heard a lot of inspiration and hope. Hope through how she had the courage, courage through being empowered by her yoga practice and her faith to leave a relationship that didn't serve her. And there were so many nuggets of wisdom in this episode. I appreciate so much listening and learning from Pilar. And I want to leave you with another quote that landed with me, that stayed with me when I asked her about how she coped with not being able to go hiking outside during the wildfires when the air air quality was unhealthy. And she reminded us that there's always another way, a way to come back inward, to go within and stay with your right mind. And how I also hear this is stay with with my right mind is to also connect to my center and to connect to in baptist yoga we we refer to our true north our moral compass what is what is most important to you and can you align your decisions your choices in your relationships and work in your life you know to connect to to connect to maybe another way if it's not serving you or if you're feeling stuck. There's always another way. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can expect another guest interview in two weeks. I'll be posting my guest interviews every other week. And in between, I'll still be posting yoga classes and meditations. And I'm so excited. I've been recording and interviewing so many exciting guests And some are yoga instructors and some are not yoga instructors, all offering suggestions on how they practice spiritual fitness and they share their stories and everyone, everyone has a fascinating story and we can learn from each and every one of us. And I'd love to hear how you are enjoying this podcast, this episode, leave me a review, let me know or send me a message. You can leave a review, leave a rating. And if you have a story, and if you have something you'd like to share and how you stay spiritually fit, reach out to me and let me know. Check out the episode notes, how to reach me. May you be well, may you be safe. I send you peace. Until next time, peace out. Thanks for listening. In case anyone listening feels like they're in a relationship or a situation that that doesn't feel safe or if it feels abusive in any way, please reach out to the National Domestic Violence Hotline. You can reach them online at thehotline.org. You can also call them at 1-800-799-7233. That's 1-800-799-7233. And I'll put this information in my episode notes. 
And I just want to let you know that I have a lot of compassion and empathy because I have also been able to extract myself from an abusive relationship in my younger years. And I hope that you're hearing a message of hope and possibility for a healthy relationship, a safe relationship, a life of feeling like you're worthy of love and you're worthy of being treated with kindness, kindness and compassion. And now back to our inspirational interview with Pilar Queso.